Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Next edition of the I Light Singapore 2022. It's a festival. Um, outdoor festival around Singapore that's been uh, gone for two years on a hiatus because of COVID features 20 works of art from local and international artists discussing sustainability. Let's bring on two folks that are going to talk to us all about it. Jason Chen, the director of Urban Redevelopment Authority, the iLight Singapore 2022 festival director, and Ping Lim, an artist uh, at the festival and her artwork alone together is featured this year in iLight 2022. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Mornings on Money FM to both of you. Jason, let's start with you. You're the Director, Urban Redevelopment Authority. Congratulations. You are back after a couple of years for the iLight Singapore 2022 Festival. You are the Festival Director also. Tell us about this year's festival. What's it about and why it's important that it's back? Mm. Well, thank you, guys. And, and I think, as you mentioned, we're really very excited to have uh, the festival back uh, in Marina Bay. And this year, we also have the festival grounds uh, at the Esplanade Park as well. So really, the festival is about uh, presenting a series of uh, light art installations around the public spaces uh, at Marina Bay and at Esplanade Park. And apart from the artworks that we are going to exhibit, there will be also uh, complimentary events, uh, very exciting and delightful ones for the public, for visitors when they come to the festival. But as you mentioned, I think you were going to head into questions about uh, the whole sustainability of, of the festival. Then you're actually quite spot on because one of the key objectives of the festival, uh, beyond just presenting the artworks and having uh, interesting uh, complimentary programs, is about advocating uh, the importance of environmental sustainability. Mm -hmm. So I'll talk a little bit about that later, but um, the entire festival is really about bringing life back into the city centre and, and rejuvenating Singapore with regards to what people can do outdoors um, as part of the effort uh, to come out of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank so you. I'll leave that there for now. We'll awesome. talk a little bit more about the details. Thanks, thanks, Jason. And, and uh, Ping Lim, uh, you are an artist. Uh, Alone Together is featured this year. Uh, what was that process like for you? First of all, tell us about your, your art. Um, what is, what is uh, Alone Together all about? Yes, yeah, so Alone Together is an interactive projection that was created by myself and my collaborator, Ian Grosberg. Um, from New York. I'm, I'm a Singaporean artist and I'm currently based in New York City. Um, so the interactive projection, it captures our intimate moments in homes during the COVID pandemic. And it re recalls the memories that we shared uh, when we were forced into isolation, for example, during Circuit Breaker, or when we went into lockdown, and to relive those moments and capture um, the more positive activities that we were engaged in during that time. Wonderful. Well, let's stay with that, Jason. I believe the festival is themed the spark of light and you're, it's being anchored by the colour violet because it has the shortest wavelength. I've learned something new today. Hmm. With the most powerful electromagnetic energy in the visible light spectrum. So it's about power. It's about colour. It's about the spark of light. Tell us a bit more about that theme and why it's important this year. 
Yes, uh, Neil, you're right. Um, the, the Invisible Light Spectrum is the inspiration uh, behind uh, this edition's uh, theme. And what we are hoping to communicate is that this is really a reflection of the different ways for us to see and understand the world. And in that process, we hope that with uh, violet that we have chosen as this year's colour for the theme, we are going to awaken the senses uh, and uh, uh, with that, we can see the spark of ideas in uh, one's minds, in the minds of the visitors coming to the festival. So that's really how uh, we have uh, envisaged the delivery of uh, various aspects of the festival. And we really hope that would inspire uh, both the artists uh, that come on board to present their works this year, as well as people coming to experience the festival. What did you see in, uh, in Ping Lim's uh, art that you thought was particularly poignant to have in this year's festival, Jason? Yes, Glenn. I think what struck us when we first received Ping's proposal uh, was that it brought up the message of how we have attempted uh, to live uh, during the uh, COVID pandemic period. And if you've seen the visuals of the artwork, uh, it actually shows you know, a, a, a window view of different people living in their homes or when they were confined to their homes, the different activities and things that they could do. And it, it's really so uh, such a common sight for us when you look out our own windows into our neighbouring blocks, uh, whether it's a HDB uh, uh, um, block or it's a private uh, uh, home, you will see many different things happening. So, But more importantly, it reflects the, the resilience that our people have as they attempt uh, to overcome the challenges that they face. So we, we felt that this was a really a, a great way for us to reflect back on what uh, we've gone through in the last two and a half years. And Pink has, has done an excellent job trying to also inject an element of fun uh, into her artwork as well. So that combination was really what struck us as, as a great um, artwork to present for the festival. Mm. Well, I've posted the links both to the festival and to Ping Lim's yeah. uh, work in particular on our Facebook live chat on Money FM. Ping Lim, this issue of isolation, separation, I'm guessing it must be particularly poignant for you because you're a Singaporean, you're based in New York, so you've got that extra sense of isolation, separation. Just to reiterate, you worked on this with uh, an American chap called Ian Grossberg, to give him his fair due. So why were, that, were those themes of isolation, separation, loneliness, alienation, how did they resonate for you? Yeah, that's a very interesting question and it will be a very personal answer for me. So when I was, uh, during the pandemic, I was actually in lockdown in New York City. So I went through a lot of experiences. I went into something where I lived a more nomadic lifestyle. I was jumping apartments. But most of all, I felt that this was an experience of isolation that was not unique to myself. It's something that many of us had to deal with. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean just with us as individuals, but it could also mean feeling isolated among our loved ones, our family. We had to learn how to cope being um, trapped indoors, not being able to step outside our homes. I, For example, during Circuit Breaker or when we went to lockdown in New York. So we wanted to um, also understand that this was a moment of resiliency, that humans are very uh, capable of stepping out of this and being able to reinvent the wheel and pick up new activities 
um, to let time pass by more quickly. So people are cooking more, we learned a lot of people were also exercising more, finding innovative ways to um, recreate activities that they cannot do outside in their own homes. Wonderful. Uh, Ping, when I look at your art online, I'm looking at it on the iLight uh, website, uh, it, it's reminiscent of a, a certain neighborhood in Amsterdam. Was that, uh, was that any kind of, um, of uh, inspiration for you, the red light district in Amsterdam? The windows, people in the windows, you walk by, you see what's going on? That's interesting. It was not. We were actually more inspired by HB flats. Oh, okay. So the idea of the, the idea of projection mapping a facade, um, and you know, I'm Singaporean, so HB flats is something that reminds me of home greatly, and we wanted to recapture that. Uh, but I think a window, peeping into a window, is something that we can all relate to as a common uh, landscape. Yeah, it's called Alone Together, and anyone who wants to see it, it's at the Marina Bay Link Mall entrance. Mm. And what about some of the other pieces, Jason? What are some of the – give a little flavor for our listeners and viewers of what they can expect when they come to the festival. Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, we have a total of 20 light art installations. So maybe I can just cite as an uh, example two other artworks as well. Um, there's actually uh, Florescential. Uh, and this is an artwork that we have uh, placed at uh, Clifford Square near the Fullerton uh, Heritage uh, uh, area. Nice. Uh, now, this is a very interesting artwork because it's uh, for central means blossoming in Latin. Now, what the artists, uh, which is a studio Atelier Sisu uh, based in Australia, have done is uh, they have designed and presented a display of kinetic sculptures made of 100% recycled carbon-neutral uh, PP materials. And this is um, to, to symbolize the photosynthesis process. And the aesthetics uh, was actually inspired from one of Dr. Sue's books. And what they want to do is, in, in the process of presenting this set of very floral-themed structures, um, they, it displays soft hues um, that set the scene for quiet reflection. So visitors can actually sit around these artworks just below the floral uh, sculptures and contemplate. So it's really a good way for us to think about environmental sustainability, appreciating nature and how that relates to, to our lives and, and how we want to protect them and safeguard them for future generations. So we feel that it's a, it's a very touching and contemplative piece. Mm. Um, nice. Across the bay, right at the Art Science Museum, yeah. we actually have a, a gigantic projection and the artwork is called Mother Earth, Climactic Change Data Sculpture. Now, what the artist, Arch, uh, Turkish-based uh, studio has done is capture environment, uh, environmental uh, statistics or data and translate them into visually stunning colour lights uh, projected onto the facade. So, again, very uh, large-scale artwork that people can uh, uh, appreciate from uh, the Helix Bridge, from across the bay as well. So, yeah. Um, very interesting artworks amongst the uh, uh, total of 20 uh, installations that we have for the festival there. And it's a wonderful yeah. point, Jason. And it does allude back, you said it's a, a massive, huge light work, mm. but your theme is sustainability, massive lights, sustainability. You see where I'm coming from. How do the two, yes. how do the two go together? Yes, Neil. I think, um, as I mentioned earlier, a key objective of the festival is about 
uh, advocating and raising awareness about sustainability. So certainly, um, the light artworks will have um, some energy consumption. But what we have done is work with the artists that have come into the festival to make use of energy-saving lighting, um, recycle or environmentally uh, friendly materials to present their artworks. So that way, I think we can minimize uh, the carbon impact uh, that the festival will bring. But beyond just the artworks, actually there are several initiatives um, that comes about as part of the festival, an integral part of the festival that i like to share on to address your question, uh, Neil. So a, a key uh, program that we have been having for the festival for the last few editions is this program called Switch Off Turn Up Campaign. So we go out as part of the festival preparation to invite buildings and properties to uh, sign up and pledge to switch off non-essential lighting and turn up the temperature of the aircon during the festival period. So I'm very pleased uh, to report that for this year, we have more than 100 properties and developments that have come on board to support this initiative. Hmm. And we are very glad because beyond the three-week festival, we also request that they consider making this a good practice as well. So that's, that's going to help us in uh, uh, ensuring that we achieve the sustainability goal that we have for the festival. Yep. Yeah, There are a few other initiatives, but probably we won't elaborate on that for mm -hmm. the time being, but uh, the information is available on our website. Thanks, I've Jason. posted all the links onto yeah. Facebook as well, so yeah. they're all there. Uh, Jason, uh, talking with Jason Chen, the festival director of iLight Singapore 2022, and Ping Lim, the artist, her artwork alone together is featured in the festival. Uh, Jason, is it possible, for example, if I go with my family, can we see all 20 works in one evening? Can, can you walk between them? How is it physically laid out? Uh, I know you mentioned there was one in Marina Bay and, and you know, different places. Can it be seen in one night? Well, it's possible if you're game for a, a nice uh, walk around the bay. Um, the way we have uh, planned the festival is it starts from 7.30 every night. So the sun has set, weather is a lot cooler. So uh, I would suggest if you're looking for an interesting route, you can perhaps consider starting from the Helix Bridge in one direction. Mm -hmm. Look at the artworks that uh, the artwork that I mentioned on the Art Science Museum. Walk along the waterfront promenade uh, towards the Marina Bay Financial Centre right. and then make a turn uh, towards the Fullerton Heritage and then end at the Esplanade Park. So I figured that if you spend a few minutes with each of the artworks, uh, you will probably take another, uh, about an hour and a half thereabouts. Okay. Um, maybe a bit longer. So very comfortable, yeah, certainly very nice. doable. Yeah, but wear comfortable walking shoes. That's that's my advice. I, I'm going to do it. I've just put it. up the festival map. It's a very leisurely walk around yeah. Marina Bay to, to cover everything. So it can be done. Yeah. Uh, Ping Lim, maybe final word to you, a personal question. Have you or will you be able to see your work in all its glory in Singapore? Are you going to make a trip over? What's your plans? Can you? Well, I am in Singapore right now. Oh, okay. Well, then you've answered that question, <laughs> yeah. haven't you? <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm in Singapore, so yes, I will. And what are, what are your thoughts on it now that you've seen it and the, and the other installations around? I mean, you know, as an artist, I think the most exciting part for the, as the design process is you have an idea, you render it, you think about it, you generate it. But the best part is when you see it go live. Mm. So that is really amazing uh, to be able to stand in front of it and, and see people interact with it. 
Wonderful. Well, it started awesome. yesterday, June the 3rd, and it is on until the 26th of June. So get down there with your families. Awesome. Thanks so much for being with us, uh, Jason Chen from the Urban Redevelopment Authority and Ping Lim, artist. Thank you uh, again, and we hope to see your artworks very soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Glenn, Thank and you. you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you, and you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.